Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Thomar Taylor. It is another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is February 28th. It's about 11 o'clock. About five minutes to 11 o'clock at night. We got a whole lot to talk about. And you know what? I apologize because you know what? I didn't have something ready. I didn't have something ready. And I'm kind of surprised at myself that I didn't have this ready because I really meant to. So, before we go any further, before we go anywhere else in the podcast, can I first say, take this quick moment of silence and send our condolences and rest in peace to all of the lives lost in the Douglas shooting, all of the families that were affected, and just send our our condolences and and warm thoughts and prayers to everybody that's out there. I I apologize, that's kind of what was on my mind first of all we started the podcast, I also want to take that quick moment, so if you just bear with me for a second, we can take a quick moment of silence. Okay, now that we've got that out the way, let's really start the show. So, I hope you guys are ready, because I'm ready, and I want this to go off in a bang. So, let's get this started again. Welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Thomas Taylor. It is finally another beautiful day in my city. It is, well, what was it earlier? Just about like uh, 82 degrees. It is February 28th. We are talking about this is the 103rd episode altogether of the Mighty Sports Podcast, but you know this is only episode 27 podcast. Today we got a lot we're going to talk about. We're going to get into the NBA standards. We're going to talk about some injuries, the playoff picture. We're going to get to talk about some of these dirty players that's out there. Roger Cadell, the NFL, the draft, the Jets, FBI, and more. So without any further ado, you know what I say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. Hello? You play to win the game. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. 
listen, babe. <laughs> there's, there's some things that's going on. Like, so, can I say, first of all, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cause I left you for a little bit. Like, I didn't leave you for a really long time, but we left you for a little. We left you for about a week while the NBA took its week off. We decided, you know what? NBA's gonna take a week off. Gonna give you all kinds of celebrityness and all kinds of all starness. Then you know, why can't I take a week off? <laughs> so I figured, you know what? Let me go ahead and take a week off. But you know what? I take a week off, and everything goes disarray. We're talking about. There are scandals, there are injuries, we get dirty players, I mean, just straight. You know, we get those kind of people, right? So, I take a week off, and it seems like this is when everything decided it wanted to happen. So, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about, but, as you heard me start off the show with a moment of silence. I'm also going to start off the show applauding and giving giving much love much love to my my city my area so first of all first of all first things first i want to say big up, big up. to south florida in a hole right now douglas high school for winning this hockey game in a tournament where you were the lowest seed out of the final four you came back and you did your thing and not to mention, not only the hockey team, but the whole entire school system down here as these kids have been coming together and banding together to show what it means to them to have some kind of gun control or what it means to them to lose lives of their peers because of the lackness of this country. We got the University of Miami that recently pulled off a, bu a buzzer beater in a tournament game to win. And we pick up, pick up. to Dwayne Wade County as the other night against Philadelphia. Dwayne Wade lit it up and even managed to hit a buzzer beater to win the game. So I do want to say, pick up, pick up. To South Florida right now, the Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade County area for sticking strong, banding together, and coming out and, and, and showing what South Florida is really about because, you know, South Florida gets a lot of slack when it comes to the the IQ of its residents, and, you know, I mean, that's a lot of things. You guys don't know how South Florida gets talked about, but we're going to make sure that you get spoken about in a good light tonight, and a lot more than we probably do on this podcast. But not too much. We don't want to get things get out of hand. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so the NBA had... It's All-Star Weekend, like I told you about, right? And, Emmy All-Star Weekend 
has 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 evolved into a couple of things for me at this point in time, right? I'm not really quite sure if I'm excited about it or not, or, or if I'm turned off, or I'm not really sure how I feel. But for the most part, and I really do mean this from the bottom of my heart, and, and did I mention to you guys that we finally are getting some new equipment back in here? So, so yeah, folks, we're doing that. We're testing out a new mic today. You know, I, I, hope, I hope it comes out. We're testing out some new speakers today. You know, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing out a, a bunch of different ways to, to, to get this to get this worked out. So I hope you guys really like like the show, and I really hope the equipment comes out right because I'm gonna have to listen to this over. And if it doesn't sound the way that I want it, so I'm gonna be so disappointed. I'm gonna be so so mad. But here's the hope of that we continue to have a good show. So moving on. We had an NBA All-Star Weekend, and, and NBA All-Star Weekend, it had it ups, it had its downs. I find myself these days a little bit more excited about the celebrity game, the three-point contest, the rising star contest, and obviously the dunk contest more than I am the All-Star game, which I used to really like the All-Star game. And, and mainly, I guess I like everything else because... It gives me something that I haven't seen. I've seen all of these All-Stars 8 billion times. And since these All-Stars aren't really taking the game that ser that much seriously, even though this year's format led to something a little bit differently. We'll talk about that in a few. So, in the skills contest, right? Oh, let's just, let's start off first in the celebrity contest. The celebrity game was even, was even exciting. Uh, but listen, listen, nobody put on a bigger show than our girl Demita from, M from NBA 2K TV. Like she definitely put up her thing, seventeen points, a couple of um, a couple of three pointers, and listen, if it wasn't for the fact that Quavo literally had to shove her down to win, <laughs> like, they, like maybe she would have gotten MVP. But Quavo, being the young hot star, you know what I mean? Like he's more hip hop and, and more about this about the culture that, of people that are voting than the people that are from Two K. Even I think that the people from Two K really should have voted for. Her. I don't know why they didn't give her that that love, but but Quavo from the group Migos, right? I think his name is Quavo Hancho. You know, Hancho Quavo put up 19 points. Demita put up 17 points. They both um, they both really shined in, in the Celebrity All-Star Game. In the Celebrity All-Star Game that had Jamie Foxx. You saw Nate Robinson. You saw... I don't remember if I, if I saw... If I saw... If I saw the two or three-time reigning All-Star Kevin Hart. But I do remember seeing Jamie Foxx and a couple other people. You know, like, I think even Justin Bieber even made, made an appearance. Yeah, that happened. So in the skills game... The skills game came down to Brooklyn's um, Brooklyn's own Dimwiddle and Chicago's Marketing, and luckily for the city of New York, for my borough br 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 Brooklyn, we end up taking away that one. The skill challenge, the point guard Dimwiddle, end up taking out. And, and and listen, I mean with room to go, basically he was able to miss two shots before. I'm sorry, able to take two shots before his opponent even took one. And, and if you know how the skills challenge is, we're talking about the final shot. And if you don't know what the skills challenge is, the skills challenge is basically a series of, of weaving in and out of cones with a basketball, making precise passes in, in between uh, into a tire, making a bounce pass into a tire, hitting a layup, hitting a free throw shot, I actually, hitting a layup and a three-pointer. So it starts off, so let me give you the, a better layout of it. So it starts off with, with both with both members taking the ball at the top of the key, and and it's basically a side by side race. And you and the first thing you do is get to make a layup. Then you then you grab the ball and you transition from a layup to weaving in and out of 
went weaving in and out of cones. You go from the cones and you go to try to make a pass in between. Actually, maybe the things have have come down a little bit. So you go to make a pass in between some basketball tires. Once you get that pass done, then you grab another basketball and you weave back. Then you weave, then you then you sorry you sprint down to the three point line and you take a three point shot. And whoever f finishes all of those all of those obstacles first is the one that wins. And listen. Even though it says a lot, and you will figure, oh, this is an event that is tailored to the to the to the point guard, to the small man or the small ball. Initially, this was a skill that was reserved for the point guard or the small man. But within the last couple of years, they have allowed the big man to, to start coming into this uh, tournament. And last year, we had the New York Knicks' very own Christoph Porzingis that won this tournament. And this year, following up, it was a big man versus versus a point guard that that lasted into the into the last two comp uh, last two competitors. And it ha just so happened that it was the Brooklyn Nets point guard Dimwitter that happened to win in the All-Star Skills Challenge. Now, coming up, we had the dunk contest, and you know what? Holy crap, I apologize. I didn't write down who won the dunk contest, but the dunk contest was good, it was it was, it was was nice. And I wanna say it was the kid from Utah. Crap, I, I am so forgetting his name, and I'm really mad at myself for this one. Um, I forgot to write it down, it's the only empty slot I have on this paper. And listen, the kid did his thing, I think it was Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell did it, definitely did his thing. And and what he did more than anything else was that he did a couple of throwbacks. And and that's what this and that's what this All-Star game had a lot of. As you saw Larry Nance Jr. do a throwback to his dad by by going into a magician's booth, coming out, then change it, and what he changed into what his was his dad's old jersey when his dad was in the slam dunk contest and he pulled off his dad's old dunk and then gave his dad a nice big hug at the end of that. You see Victor Oladipo, he was able to put on the Black Panther mask and attempt to dunk. And then, as as I mentioned, we had the winner, Donovan Mitchell, out of Utah. I believe that's who it was. I'm going to keep saying that until uh, somebody tells me that I'm wrong. Because I don't even have the phone in the booth, so I'm going to have to find this out in the first commercial break. That's coming up in less than a minute. But Donovan Mitchell ended up doing a couple of throwbacks where... He did well. He had his jersey on, and he took off his jersey to reveal another jersey underneath. And he did this a couple of times until finally he did the game-winning dunk, which happened to be a Vince Carter dunk, and that is what won him the the dunk contest. Now moving on, I don't want to say that I am a soothsayer because obviously I had the th I had the dunk contest wrong. I, I thought Victor Oladipo was going to do more of a job, but do a better job. But I guess what all he really do was disappoint me. But, but. I wasn't, uh, I can't just blame this and leave it at Victor Oladipo for that. <laughs> Disappointment. But, because, listen, you got to take the good with the bad. And the good was saying that I was right somewhere. My teeth! Sorry, I can't. Kind of like, kind of like that better. <laughs> And where I was right at is who I had to pick the three-point contest. And folks, my boy did not disappoint. Devin Booker went in there and he won the three-point contest in very notable fashion. When we come back, we're gonna finish. Yeah, we'll finish, we'll finish breaking up the all-star game. All we have oh, finish all-star week, and all we have left is the all-star MVPs and the rising star MVPs. We'll get into the NBA rankings. As well as this MVP race, the league leaders, and a whole lot more. And also, 
we come back, we may even get a chance to talk about the one time Syracuse is happy to not be mentioned with all of the big schools in the NCAA. That and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include Playstations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, $7.90 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. the mighty sports podcast i'm still your host alan thomas taylor if you're still listening that means you're listening on the one of many 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 options that we have for this programming remember it's on mytradio.net that's mytradio.net you can also find us on mytsports.net mytsports.net don't forget you can also go to 247miami.tv you can also catch this we air anytime you want on MixLR. You can catch it we air on TuneIn. You can catch it we air on YouTube. And just to let you know, on March 14th, we will be back recording from the studio. So look forward to hopefully we can get our guest Lexi. In studio with us, we're gonna send out an invitation to her. Also, we're gonna see if I can get our boy Chill Will back in studio again. And just let you know that we're working on we're working on a, on a location. As new equipment is coming, we're also working on on procuring a new location at night so we can start a new show with with a couple of my friends. Listen, I don't, I'm not gonna say that we want to, but even though I'm I'm preserving this name right now, I'm, we're gonna call it the AFC Least because listen, we have a we have a Bills fan, a Jets fan. And a Dolphins fan in there, and we're not allowing any Patriots fans. So we're thinking about calling it the AFC Least. I may have to change out one of my Jews to be able to still fit the criteria of how I want to call the show. But man, I'm talking about one of our Jews. We're gonna end up calling somebody next week. We want to get an MMA breakdown of this last um show that was in Orlando. I know I should talk about it on today's show, but it's a little late. I don't know if I could give them a surprise call up this late at night. That's what it's going to be. Because I know don't none of them listen to the podcast. See, that's the beauty. That's the beautiful thing about this is that I can warn them 
100% warn everybody of the shit that I'm going to do to them that's going to affect their lives. And the thing about it is that they be like, yo, you didn't tell me. And I'd be like, well, if you would have listened to the podcast, you would have known. But they don't listen to the podcast, so they don't realize all of the fucked up shit that I'm going to do. Like, I'm trying to pay your girl. You know what I mean? But I, I keep forgetting to call you so I can find out when, when's your best schedule. Because, yeah, we do it. Got, we, we still got that fantasy prize money that I got to give to. We're going to make it rain. We're going to make it rain. So as you may know, the winner of these All-Star games, right, they get a chance to get money. I mean, literally take money home, where I believe the prize is about 75000 to 25000 for the winners, right, versus the losers. And we, so we have this Rising Star games, and this is probably one of the most interesting games that I do end up fighting these, these times, right? Because it gives you a chance to see all of the young players. And I do like this new format. Well, before, they used to just do um, the freshmen versus the sophomores. And for some odd reason, a lot of people used to get left out or not voted in. Or just overlooked because of fan, fan voting or was coaches voting. Now this whole um, rookie-sophomore thing with, with the USA players versus the world players, I really do love it. I really do believe it gives a chance to, um, to see the skill level of the world. And also, a lot of times, I do believe... That the world should be beating the USA team. I'm sorry, I just, I just think they're better at it when it when it comes to better team basketball because of how they are taught how to play fundamentally from a young age. And what we did see, we did see the world take over. We saw the world take over. We see two dudes from Sacramento really, really put their foot or uh, really put their stamp in the game. As we seen Buddy Hill drop 29, but guess what? Buddy Hill wasn't the one that won MVP. The one that won MVP was Bogdan Bogdanovic. Who dropped 26 points in this the Rising Star game just so he could win MVP? And talking about MVPs, folks, we have the All Star game MVP. And you know what I told you? The All Star game was iffy for me because I'm not gonna lie to you. Because of the new format, you this game was a lot closer than it normally was. But what but what didn't change is that for the first three quarters, you really didn't see a lot of defense, and that's what really turned me off of the game early. So for for the beginning portion of the game, I was really bored, but it was close, and now and that was the better thing about it is that it was close, and you can see that guys were really going after it. It's just that they weren't going after it on the defensive end, and that was probably the biggest the biggest part there. So I turned back in about the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, last two minutes of the fourth quarter, because that's when you normally start to play unless it's a close game, and this was a close game, and this stayed a close game all the way to the end, until the point where we're talking about we're getting we're we're getting game winning shot, we're getting. Go ahead, buckets by LeBron James, and we're talking about a defensive trap on Stephen Curry by LeBron James and Kevin Durant to help win the game, so that Kevin, so that LeBron James could win another M All Star MVP. And listen, I remember I told you that there was something that we noticed in common with, with LeBron James's picks. I noticed something else in common with LeBron James's picks, and it wasn't the fact that they were all getting injured. Ironically, that he was just taking out his competitors secretly through 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 some kind of LeBron James King James voodoo. It was the fact that I realized that he picked all of the dogs in the game. I mean, the real, real pit bulls. I mean, because listen, we don't think that James Harden is a real, real pit bull compared to. Or even Giannis Antetokounmpo is a bigger pit bull compared to Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And that's what I thought that Kevin, that, that LeBron James may have may have done really well, is that he picked the guys that he he knew were probably gonna end up really going for the MVP other than him. 
unibrow Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm sorry, not Giannis Antetokounmpo, but Kevin Durant. We're talking about a lot of people there. A lot of little pit bulls there. And then a couple of complimentary players, Kyrie Irving. Not complimentary, but pit bull going after MVP. That was the scary part. And, not, and we talk about MVP of the All-Star game. We'll talk about MVP of the season a little bit later. So LeBron James, I think, may have r- helped rig that game. But listen, the East took, took away a victory as it was 148 to 145, the East over the West. And with that, now we get to stop focusing on All-Star and Fantasy. And now this break that is now three-quarters away through the season is over. Now we get into the regular season. And can I say something that, that's, re- that's really sad, that's really sad, that really got to me? And this is about our boy. Butler. Butler. Our boy Jimmy Butler did not decided not to play in this All-Star game because he needed rest. And at first I'm like, okay, we understand. You play for Tom Thibodeau. You're trying to make a push into the West. We understand everybody kind of needs rest. And in the first game back, on a non-contact move, he blows his knee. And initially I didn't put this together until probably just earlier today that Jimmy Butler needed way more than rest. Something was wrong with Jimmy Butler. He was he was battling some kind of other ailment and compensated for it. He had to have been for his need just to give out like that on a turnaround jumper where it barely looked like he barely was barely started putting pressure on that leg. So unfortunately. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's gonna end up being out for the reg- for the remainder of the season. As it seems that he has <sighs> what do we want to call this? Is it a big owie? What do we want to say is wrong is wrong with him? But it's it's not good as this is Jimmy Butler joins a lot of people, like a lot of those people that we mentioned that was on the All Star game game of LeBron James, but Jimmy Butler. That's how he looked. That's how he sounded. Sorry. It, it happened. But at least his was a non-contact injury unlike a player that we normally mention on this show in jest we normally throw around his name to really as an inside joke to one of my dear friends that doesn't listen to the podcast as often as he used to right because he liked the format a little bit better but we just think that's what we're gonna get into we ain't gonna get, get too far into that one but this gentleman decided to throw himself on somebody's legs. I, and, and I mean, when you saw this play, you just automatically thought, Puerco sucio. You want me to repeat that? Puerco sucio. 
And we are talking about none other than Za Za Pachulia. Listen, if we won't let a New York owned Odell Beckham Jr. get away with being a dirty player, you think I'm gonna let Zaza Pachulia get away with being a Puerto Sucio? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, contraire, mon frere. You have not been paying attention to this podcast. Maybe, maybe you were sipping on some gin and juice. Maybe it was a little bit tipsy. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. But no, no, no. You don't get away that easily. Not here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Talking about things happening on the Mighty Sports Podcast. I have a, I had a conversation outside of the Mighty Sports Podcast. And it's very and it's not even sports related. It's more of a it's not more of a pop culture thing related, and I don't even know what I can talk about it in the podcast. Only because I promised I can't say I made a promise, but when asked a question, if this asked if this was a question that was for the podcast, or for any kind of show or anything like that, I said no. So we're gonna make sure that we keep it there. But I will say, I have a very interesting non-sports related question up on my Twitter feed, under my under my mighty sports handle. You should go check it out. Got a lot more buzz and waves than I actually anticipated. Probably why the reason I, I don't I don't want to like overly put it out there on the podcast because I want to want to stay to my word. I, I didn't I didn't do this for any, any kind of additional like tweets or notoriety. I was just trying to like solve a debate between me and one of my homies, but it may have snowballed somewhere else. And talking about snowballing somewhere else. When we come back, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get into the NBA rankings, the NBA standing, the um the leaders, and some of the some of this MVP race right here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. No, 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 no. We're like heading down to Smokey News. Let's let's get Smokey News done right, okay? We just saw this again. My bad, Smokey News. Let's just do this right, please. You guys ready? Okay, let's go. It's 420 somewhere, and you should be prepared. And there's no better way to prepare like heading down to Smokey News, where you'll find all your smoking accessories from vapes, bongs, pipes, papers, incense, cleaners, and more. Just go to Smokey News at 1311 Southeast 17th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33316. Tell a mighty radio sent you and receive a special in-store discount. It's not an attitude, not a real tobacco box. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only, Donald Martelli. You're still listening on MightyRadio.net, MightySports.net, TuneIn Radio, MixLR, 247Miami.tv, or wherever else that you like to find this podcast at. So, we came here, we're, talk- uh, we're basically talking about right now. We're basically talking about now the leaders in the NBA, right? Consider right now pretty in the East is the Toronto Raptors, folks. The Toronto Raptors are sitting above everybody in first place at 42 and 17. Followed by them are the Boston Celtics with a record of 43 and 19. Followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers sitting at 30, 36 and 24. Now these are what things we start to get interesting to me, right? Because we see how this new how this new team of LeBron James look, but they're only gone like they've only gone six and four in their last ten. Now the one who's done the one who's done the mo- the best the best so far in the East. 
is the so far the team that's right now sitting in the number one spot. That's the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors over their last ten games have gone eight and two. Crap. I don't know. I don't know how to take that. Because when I look at this, I, I think to myself, does home court event is not matter that much to the Cleveland Cavaliers? That where you, where you can let the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics get ahead of you, and if that's the case, because last year you didn't matter when it, when it mattered when Boston had it. So how much does home court not matter? Because right now you have two teams that you have to hurdle against. If you had to play the number three seed, that you'll be on the road twice. You'll be on the road against Boston. You'll be on the road against Toronto. But you have to figure. I don't think you guys realize that the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth seed is a little bit closer than you realize. Or should I say, the third, fourth. And fifth seed, or a little bit closer than we realize. As you mentioned, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers have a record of 36 and 24. The Washington Wizards, who just lost tonight to to the Golden State Warriors, have a record now of 36 and 26. Right, so they are one game back. They were half a game back before tonight's game. They are one game back behind Cleveland. I didn't know if Cleveland had a game tonight to be able how to gauge them. Right, but what makes this more interesting, right? What makes this a little bit more interesting? This little caveat what makes this this race a little bit more interesting is that. If Washington passes Cleveland, yeah, they fall to the fourth seed. But you don't realize that how close Indiana is to Cleveland. And Cleveland, as Indiana is sitting with a record of twenty uh, at thirty-four and twenty-six, that is only two games behind. Two games behind, folks. We are sitting at sixty games in the season. We still got twenty about twenty-two games to play. For everybody. Everybody has about like twenty, twenty-two games to play. So, there's a lot of games left, and Cleveland is still trying to get acclimated a whole new roster, basically, while dealing with injuries, and while dealing with Agent LeBron James, who is still only like 7,000 points away from becoming an all-time league leader in points, or period, association leader in points, I should say. So Washington is followed by Indiana, as I told you, a record of 34 and 26. Followed by Milwaukee as a record of 33 and 27, who's also nipping at the buds of Cleveland. Philadelphia with a record of 32 and, and 27, followed by Miami with a record of 32 and 29. The Indiana Pacers are also on a 7 and 3 run over their stint of last 10 games as we move into the West, folks. And the West is as wild as we thought it would be. Houston Rockets have a record of 47 and 13. If they've gone on a run of 10 and 0 in their last 10 games, actually, folks, they've won their last 13 games, if you want to be honest. That is the best streak so far going on in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors will have a record of 47. Sorry, now it's going to be 48 and 14 as they just won their game against Washington as they are now going to improve to 8 and 10 in their last three games right Minnesota has a record of 38 and 26 and we just talked extensively about that Jimmy Butler that Jimmy Butler injury but listen Jimmy Butler injury is injured for the rest of the season but it seems like Minnesota has not stopped flowing uh, what it means is that people like Andrew Wiggins and Cat, you know Carl Anthony Towns is really going to have to step up there's only at this point so much tutelage that the rest of these other veterans are going to be able to bring to them because it was really Jimmy Butler that was I was pushing that veteran leadership role more than it was, you know, Taj Gibbs. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs remain um, remain in the number four spot as they continue to flow with a record of 36 and 25 as they wait for Kawhi Leonard to come back. As they said, Kawhi Leonard may return some back. Kawhi Leonard may come back sometime in March after Greg Popovich went out in the public and threatened that, listen, if you don't come back soon, you're not going to come back for the remainder of this season. So whatever's wrong with you, whether you have the yips or what, you need to get it together. 
get it together, B. Sitting in fifth for the Portland Trailblazers with a record of 35 and 26, followed by the New Orleans Pelicans with a record of 34 and 26, as they have gone on a run of 7 and 3 in their last 10. And on both, even more importantly, on a six game winning streak. As we find, listen, we find Anthony Davis right now sitting in the number two spot as the as leading as the league leader in points in the league. He's the second highest scoring points in the league. Is what I'm trying to say here. And he's been putting up some monster numbers. We're talking about he put up a 50, 20, and 20 double game. What was it? 20 rebounds, 20 assists. So some or, or 20 or 50 points and 20 rebounds. One of the only guys still to have done this since since Wilt was still Chamberlain, which keeps letting you know that listen how great Wilt Chamberlain was and how dangerous Anthony Davis can be if he ever decides to leave or go somewhere else or gets help. Wow. Listen, because he's doing this with Rondo. Imagine he's doing this with Kyrie. Just saying. He could go to Boston. And then it's really over. Like Vince Carter in that dunk contest. Oklahoma City Thunder have a record of 35 and 27 as they imploded the other night as they lost to the Golden State Warriors. As there were a couple of texts in that game that was rescinded. But this is also the game that I am referring to that Zaza Pachulia has now been given the title of. I'm sorry, let me get that a little bit louder for you guys because he is called. Because that's what Zaza Pachulia is. Zaza Pachulia is the reason why Kawhi Leonard is still out in the game. He's the reason. Um, he just fell on on Russell Westbrook's legs. Uh, like 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 Russell Westbrook doesn't have enough knee problems that we keep forgetting about. But you know what? You know that I will always choose to remind you guys here first on the podcast. The LA Clippers are in that AFC, holding on to that AFC of 32 and 27. Now I'm gonna admit to you guys, I was wrong. I was wrong. No, 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 please, no, 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 no. I, I know, I, I, know. No, 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 no. Listen, stop. No, I, I know you guys are upset. Don't, don't be upset about that. Listen, listen. I know this is not something that you guys like me to hear. I, I, I get that. But there's no reason for you to guys to act like that. Instead, I, I was wrong. And why well, there's no need to boo. But this is we are definitely in danger zone. Because <laughs> I don't know which part of me wants to, which part of me, which side I want. I really want to take on this. So let me give you my honest opinion. I didn't think that the NBA was going to have any talks this year as long as we're talking about the, the standing state of pretty much the way the standards are talking about. Listen, we're talking about the number eight seed in the East is is the Miami Heat with a record of 32 and 29. We're talking about the number eight seed in the West is the, are the LA Clippers with a record of 32 and 27. This is one of the very few years where every single one of the 16 teams that are in the playoffs have a record of over 500. This has been a consistency all year i have been pointing this out And 
yet still, they find a way to keep talking about revamping the playoffs and throw a 1 through 16 seeded. And letting the number 1 play the number 16 team. And listen, <laughs> listen, very quickly, you heard LeBron James shoot this down. And not for nothing, he, he, he did it for a lot more selfish reasons than I am saying why I probably don't want it this year. He is saying that he doesn't want it, period. And that's because, one, he, I, he won't be able to say that he's reigning over the East or call himself king of the East because it won't matter. Also, two, what starts to happen. So let's, let's, let's put this down, right? Let's, let's just get a couple of things here. Now, the Cleveland Cavaliers have a record of 36 and 24, right? So if we were to do this 1 through 16, we're talking about the Houston Rockets sitting at number 1, right? And you know what? Let me get a little piece of paper. Let me do a pen so I can write this down real quick. You got the Houston Rockets, right? Where's this pen doing? This pen isn't working. You got the Houston Rockets in at number one. You got the Golden State Warriors are going to be number two, right? Coming in number three is going to be the Toronto Raptors. Coming in number four is the Boston Celtics, right? Coming in fifth is the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's where they'll be seated at, right? In one through 16, right? So let's keep going. Six, we'll have Minnesota. In the seventh slot, will give San Antonio the edge over Washington, right? So that gives you us our top eight. Now, as we know, as we get backwards, you know, 16 plays one, 15 plays two, 14 plays three, 13 plays four, and 12 plays five. You, know, you understand? Things like that. So that's where we're talking about their their, their, their matchup is going to be. And then things get, get condensed a little bit more. And now what starts to happen, if Cleveland is fifth, right? Let's just say the top eight stay at the top eight, right? Let's just say that. But let's also give you a little look here of how things break down. Let's keep taking a peek, right? Number nine becomes Portland, right? So we get Washington and Portland in the first. Now, that's the kind of things that they're talking about is that kind of travel. Is Washington traveling to Portland and Portland traveling to Washington in a non, you know, in a playoff game, in a game that everybody's already clamoring for rest, right? In tenth, we're gonna do something odd here, right? So let's since last time we gave it to San Antonio, we'll give it to the team in the East. We'll give it Indiana over Portland as they both share the same record, right? Then Oklahoma City is gonna be eleven, but you see how close that is. Uh, Oklahoma City could have been number 12, which means that that's who, that's who the Cleveland Cavaliers would have been facing right there. And then imagine that, having to face Oklahoma City in the first round. And then we're talking about if you're the, if you're the fifth seed, right, then you take on Boston. And then you're still not done because the next round, You still got to find a way to take on now the number one seed. And then after that, that number one seed is Houston. If that, you win that, then you have to figure that you're most likely going to end up taking on Golden State. So, so this is what we're talking about. This is what he's trying to avoid. Not having to take on Oklahoma City in the first round, right? take on Boston in the second round 
having to take on Golden State in the third round and then Houston in the fourth for the final championship round. That's what that's what LeBron James doesn't like. Now, what I don't like is the fact that, you know what? Normally when we're talking about this is because there, there's a lot of disparity going on in the league. Because there's a lot of lopsidedness. Normally we have like 12 teams in the West that are all above 500. Now we only have nine. Because now we have eight in the East and eight in the West. Like I said, normally there's 12 in the West and only six teams in the East that have up that above 500. I didn't think this was going to get here this year. But it still managed to get here this year. And of course LeBron James is shooting it down because LeBron James is looking at it from his best interest. Where he's like, listen, I don't want to have to face these guys. Like, are you are you kidding me? Like, do you even think that, let's say possibly, you know, he doesn't get Oklahoma City. They get the L.A. Clippers. Do you think he wants to have to go up against Doc Rivers and those boys? Like, did he th- like seriously, do you really think that, he, that for the first round that LeBron James wants to worry about being coached and being bothered by Doc Rivers in them. And I apologize. Oklahoma City is 100% the number 12 pick here. So, that's what they're talking about there. That's what they're trying to avoid. That's what they're trying to get away from. And if you're trying to get away, if you're trying to get away, Stop trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again? Well, stop worrying and stop thinking and head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Scepter, mix it in the lounge room so you can start dancing and start drinking. And we understand, some of you may be an introvert, so you may want to start drinking so you can start dancing. But regardless of what you do, you make sure you do that with DJ Scepter. That's every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's, but... Wait, there's more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? Yes, hump day? You'll find DJ Sept at O'Malley's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's right there on 441 between Coconut Creek and Royal Palm Boulevard. DJ Scepter plays everywhere that you want to be. Whether that's a birthday, wedding, bar mitzvah, kinsnitta, proms, corporate events, bachelor or bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything and for reservations just send a simple email to bookings at djscepter.com that's b-o-o-k-i-n-g-s at djscepter.com Sports Podcast. Again, I'm still your host, Alan Thomas Taylor. If you're still listening, then I think I've given you the, the places many a times. But you know what? MyTRadio.net, MyTSports.net, 24-7, Miami.tv. TuneIn Radio. MixLR. And wherever you like to listen to this podcast at. Everywhere that you want to be. Everywhere that you wants to be. 
So things are getting things are coming winding down. As we told you, there is about like twenty or something games left in the NBA right now. Just about twenty so games in the NBA, and everybody is trying to. Everybody is trying to ride that horse into the end of the season. And as everybody tries to win, says we, we we have a race for for a lot of things, right? Leading the NBA in points right now is James Harden with 31.4 points, and followed by Anthony Davis with 28.2. You have Giannis Antetokounmpo putting up 27.5 points a game. Stephen Curry with 26.7, and LeBron James in fifth with 26.7. Honorably mentioned, folks, you have Damian Lillard, folks, sitting in sixth. Folks, and I was a little bit surprised. I I, did, I wasn't I was not sure that he was that high. Uh, he has 26.3 points per game. And we have Devin Booker. We don't want to give him a quick... You know what? So let's, let's make sure we do this right. Let's make sure we do this right. So Damian Lillard. In the number six spot. 26.3 games. Points per game. Also. So Devin Booker. With 24.7 points per game. Sitting in the number 10 spot. And Christoph Porzingis is sitting there with 22.7. Even though he's injured. We just figure we'll give our boy a quick... Right, in rebounds, we have Andre Drummond from the Detroit Pistons with 15.8 points per game, followed by Andre, sorry, DeAndre Drummond with 14.9 points per game, followed by DeMarcus Cousins, who's long in there. So, so we're going to move right on from him and get to Dwight Howell with 12.6 points per game, followed by Cat Williams with 12.3, and don't forget Hassan Whiteside following them with 11.9. The assist leaders in the league so far have been Russell Westbrook with 10.4, and Russell Westbrook is very, 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 very close to putting up another triple-double this season as he's also averaging 9.6 rebounds per game. Following... Russell Westbrook and assist is John Wall of 9.3. Follow him is LeBron James at 9.0. James Harden pulls in fourth with 8.9. Followed by Chris Paul with 8.2. As we see that the Houston Rockets have two players in the top five. And this is not the only category where you can find two players in the top five. As we move into steals, you have Paul George 2.2 steals again. Victor Oladipo following him at 2.1. Also at 2.1 is, is Drew Bledsoe from the Milwaukee. I said Drew Bledsoe. That's not his name. Eric Bledsoe from the Milwaukee Bucks. Also in there, folks, is Dunn, the rookie. Folks, with also two steals a game. And, and Russell Russell with 1.9 steals a game, as we see Oklahoma City repping two players in the top steal category. And folks, in the top block, just to let you know, Christoph Porzingis was still playing. He would be the top block of the 2.4 blocks a game, but he's not in there. So we'll give you the top five of the current players. We have the Stifle Tower, Rudy Gobert, 2.3 blocks per game, followed by Anthony Davis with 2.2. You got Evan Turner with 2.1, Kevin Durant 1.9, and Capella with 1.8. Which brings us into this MVP race. As we told everybody is, is hopping on their horses trying to go on this MVP race. And this MVP race becomes uh, kind of interesting to me. Because I'm not quite sure about who do we want to pick here. Right, you have LeBron James who is definitely deserving of MVP honors this year. As not, I mean, listen, his team may be struggling. Like, I'm doing worse than we've, than we've ever pictured this team doing. But, but, but. I mean, he has his team still producing. He has his team winning. He's lost teammates. He's had guys come to with agendas. They have not necessarily done the, the things that he has wanted done to win. And now they've and now they have he has new team teammates in there that he's trying to acclimate and get them into a winning process. 
LeBron James is doing a lot this season. Is he putting up a triple-double? No. Is he putting up a double-double? No. Is his team one of the top three teams in the league? No. Should LeBron James really be an MVP candidate when I think about all of that? I'm going to say yeah because if you if you consider some of these other people that you want to consider, then LeBron James has to be considered ahead of them. I'm not talking about the James Hardens of the world, the Stephen Currys of the world, the Kevin Durants of the world. Those three people should be in consider, considered for MVP. Invited me to chat. I'll be on there in a few loo. I hope I just didn't do something that would mess up this feed because I just hit accept on the computer for something that I wanted to do on my Xbox. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hold on. Hold on. I will be there in a few. I see you. Right. So as we were saying, LeBron James does deserve to be an MVP candidate. Because, like I said, it isn't because of the guys like James Harden and Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry that we, that we need to worry about that he needs to be ahead of. Because, because, to be honest with you, I find a hard time putting LeBron James ahead of those guys. But I have a hard time putting these other guys ahead of LeBron James. And that are the Kyrie Irvings of the, of the world. The Anthony Davises of the world. Until Russell Westbrook puts up the triple-double, the Russell Westbrooks of the world. Because you know what? They don't have their team in a position that uh, that is better than the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Giannis Antetokounmpo's of the world. They don't have their teams better. They don't have their teams in a better position than LeBron James, and they don't, and they're not doing more than LeBron James right now. So until that happens, then I can't see it happening. Now listen, if the Milwaukee Bucks happen to take over the Central Division, whatever division that they that the Milwaukee that the, that they playing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, yeah, I would have to. I may have just have to give Giannis Antetokounmpo a bigger bid for MVP over LeBron James. But do I still put him as MVP? Nah, pimpin', that's not happening. Said, folks, the, the race is happening. The race is happening, but the race is not just happening for the NBA. But the race is also happening in the NFL, right? As we are coming into the end of the show, so the race is happening in the NFL because we have the draft around the corner. We have the draft around the corner, but before that, we have the we have the we have the NFL combine, and this is basically where we get impressed by 40 times bench presses and arm strength, which is all which is all of the things that scare me. That if you're drafting by, remember when Al Davis basically every time that he drafted. And you knew that if you were the fastest player in, in the draft, Al Davis, the former owner of the Oakland Raiders, for any of the people that don't know. It's not saying former, it's not because he sold the team, it's because he passed away and now his son owns it with a very bad haircut. But right now, this, this is the stuff that we get excited for. I didn't even realize it was going to look like this. But these are the things that we kind of get excited for right now, right? We get excited for... For, to see how these people are going to do in, the, in this environment, we're not. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna forget about the tape that they put in, put up in college. We're gonna forget about the numbers that they did. We're gonna feel. Like, we're gonna forget about everything we see there. Now, what's gonna do for a lot of people, some of these people in, in some situations, gonna help confirm some of the things that they may have saw saw in college, and and they're gonna help justify picking guys earlier based off things that they see in the combine because you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I saw this and I saw this and I saw a glimpse of this. So now we're gonna see if we can get this guy and and get him to come over to our team and be a, and, and, you know and listen be a, be a good friend and be a good teammate and, and develop into something that, that is that is very very useful maybe even Super Bowl winning 
But what's getting crazy is what's going on with this in this free agency right now. As we have Muhammad Wilkinson, and, and listen, a lot of these, a lot of the things we're gonna hear about is happening with the Jets right now. Surprisingly, we have Muhammad Wilkinson being released by the Jets as he has proven that since he's gotten his money, that he that he just wants his money and run, and he has not been a disciplined player that we thought he was gonna be. Because remember that we let somebody else go that went over to the Giants because we were like, yo, we were gonna choose between him and Mo and and, and Mo Wilkinson. Right, followed by that, we had Matt Forte that decided to retire. And listen, all he's saying is that, listen, the Jets is basically just fleet, freed up a whole bunch of salary cap room without having to do any kind of any kind of real major work. Which basically, and who that freezes up for, folks? It freezes up for Kurt Cousins. Captain Kurt Cousins. Well, listen, I may be on, on the verge where, listen, I, I'm at a point right now where I am very much so where I believe that the New York Jets should be able to go out and get Kurt Cousins. I am on the place where I'm talking about, listen, there's even two drops that we need to go. We need to get Kirk Cousins and really hope that that running back that everybody keep not wanted to take in the first round is there because I would love it to have a nice young running back stud for Kirk Cousins be able to hand that ball off or pass the ball off or have somebody coming out of the backfield for him as he develops that offense and we start getting things killed to Kirk Cousins. If we, if, what if we don't get into that Kirk Cousins, um, Kirk Cousins sweepstake, then everything changes. And then you know who I want? I want the walk-on. I want the walk-on that has won everywhere that he has walked onto. The guy that plays with the chip on his shoulder, but also wins with a chip on his shoulder. I want Broadway Mayfield. As Bell still waits for a contract, Bortles gets an, ex um, gets an extension for three years at 54 million. Aaron Rodgers is going to be in talks of getting his extension because you know what? Everybody is going to look at Green Bay and be like, listen, if, if you think about letting them go, we'll give you the world. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Alan Thomas Taylor. We are done with the show. I thank you for taking your time out for listening. You know what I would say? Thank you. Stay tuned and stay blessed. And please don't be like me. Don't let your creativity cause you to go into a state of madness and cause you to stress. Don't, don't do that. So, in the words of Wale, in the words of Wale, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I've been your host, Alan Thomas Taylor, and we are out of here. Sorry, boys. All the bitches in the world can't fuck me ever again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. And now back to your regularly scheduled program.